Laura Youngson is a co-founder of Adasports. Adasports has one of the most unique products available today. They make a soccer cleat designed specifically for the female athlete. So if you're a female soccer player, I highly recommend checking them out as they've been described as a hug for your feet. Laura, thank you so much for joining me. We've got a special episode today. It's a very exciting one. So, but we're happy to have you. Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting to be here. Laura, by the way, I noticed I say we, we're happy to have you, but I'm talking about me, but I, I like to include everybody. So Laura, you know, we're, this is an all-inclusive podcast, but anyway, um, so Laura, team. as you guys heard in the, my yeah, team. It's a team. yeah, right. It's a team. My, my team. Yeah. It makes me sound, sound uh, more important than I actually am, but, um, I just sports. We have an interesting, interesting founding story that I'm very excited to hear about. So could you dive into the vision behind Ida Sports and when, when it was founded and how the idea came about? That's long-winded, sorry, but. Yeah, no, totally. Well, it's, so we make women's soccer cleats mm -hmm. um, and it actually came about because I got fed up with wearing kids' shoes. Um, as so you had the small feet? I, I think I have normal feet, but you were saving it, so much money wearing the kids' shoes, weren't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, as much as they were cheaper, uh, they're kind of painful. And mm -hmm. you're like, why am I wearing something made for a 12 year old boy when I'm a, you know, an adult female? Right. And uh, yeah, the cool part of the story is we got to, I took a group of women to the top of Kilimanjaro and we played the world's highest yeah. soccer match for 90 minutes, which was epic. Set a world record. That's awesome. Was it tough to breathe up there? It was really tough and you feel like you're going super fast, but actually it's like a really slow, right. like your brain is thinking that you're faster than you actually are. Right. Um, but it, I think the cool thing was I got to play with all these professional players and ex-professionals and um, they're all wearing men's and kids as well. So I was like, oh, this is weird. I thought there was some like mythical women's boots things. And it turns out they're, they're just on. Oh, well, they haven't been up until now. Right. So when did you officially start, like start designing the first prototype of the first specifically made for women's And First of all, how, how are women's feet different than men's feet? Yeah, exactly. So I think one of the things that surprised me when I kind of went to research it was the fact that um, there are actually some fundamental differences between men and women's feet mm -hmm. and women aren't just kind of small men. You don't just shrink it right. and pink it. Um, so we women in general tend to have narrower heels all the way through the sizes we tend to have a wider toe box so like where the the widest part of the foot is is different we tend to have higher arches and also there's there's kind of fundamental differences because women's hips are set right. slightly further apart so how you pressure load how you move that all makes a difference on the outsole that's very interesting yeah there's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff too about like you know working out barefoot too and how that affects it but yeah is it like from a young age are, are women's feet just getting like quote unquote misformed almost just from wearing the shoes um yeah. it's up. actually what's an interesting thing that we've started researching is actually looking at the almost the permanent uh modifications and damage that can happen if you're wearing the wrong stuff and as you you start to um see the shape of the foot changing it can change back and I, we're a big proponents of that kind of barefoot um running and that experience yeah, I, like yeah. a lot of our team are really diving deep into that but it it's there's like so many kind of health benefits too. yeah yeah i yeah it's a trendy thing i've tried to do it but you know i was actually last summer i started running i was running some sprints barefoot and it was like the first my hamstring just tightened up real quickly 
Yeah. And it was like my first hamstring injury. So then after that, I just stopped doing it. But um, well, yeah, I think you have to sort of work down, like yeah, down yeah. to being barefoot. That's well, the thing. yeah, because there's there's so much you're putting so much force on your body, and you know your body's used to having the shoes to protect it, having the having the barefoot, and I think that's what happened. And there's just too much force going into the hammy, and um, or maybe I'm just getting old. I don't know, Laura. Yeah, yeah, I need more recovery time. You never know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, women, like, especially girls. So going through puberty and kind of that age, your feet start changing. And so then once you've gone through puberty, you have these different shaped foot to men. And so wearing unisex stuff really isn't catering for your needs. Because they're not um, really unisex, right? Yeah, because they're never unisex, they're right. men's. Right. Um, and so I think one of the things we, we do is, is, look at women's unique foot shape and biomechanics and build all of that technology into the shoe to make something that really is made for for female soccer yeah. players when was the the first shoe design so i started designing in 2018 and then we launched in 2020 um, okay. which was pretty cool yeah interesting year to launch yes yeah, so just before all of global sport shut down um yeah. which sucked but uh, it actually ended up being really cool because a lot of athletes were off training. So they were able to then test the boots in a way that perhaps they wouldn't have been able to otherwise. Yeah. What, what is like the, the sports science aside from like kind of looking at the, the differences, what else has, goes into the shoe? So it's really, I mean, our, our main design intent is to get that fit and comfort for women. So changing the shape of the foot. It's all the stuff you can't see, like right. how it fits, how it feels, that kind of stuff. But then it's also, we're doing a lot of research on the stud configuration and 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 how stud, the, the cleat itself needs to be different for women. Because- really? Like the, the studs need to be different. The yeah. Why? Well, there's a few theories, but I think one of the things we're looking at is how women, obviously, as I was saying, women are not small men. We have different- body mass, different shape. So kind of the question we started looking at and answering is, well, why would you be wearing something that's made for someone else's body type um, and someone else's movements because they yeah. are different. And so that's then where we've been researching and then putting that into the, into the boots. That's wild. I think how, how much of a difference is it? Cause I would think it'd be like the studs would be a very minuscule, like couple, you know, quarters of an inch type of thing. Yeah, so it, when you get down to, um, kind of shoemaking, it's these very small differences, but they, they kind of all add up all the 1% add up to then a yeah. better playing experience. So if you've got something that fits your heel, if it doesn't put pressure on your little toe, if it's helping you move in a different way, yeah. I think it's all of that that we're looking at of going, okay, if you tackle this one thing, it's just a 1% difference, but actually added up, it makes such a huge change. That's why, what, what were some of the challenges that you faced from 2018 to 2020, just designing that first shoot? How many prototypes were there before you got the one that, that you felt was good to go to market? Oh man, there was so many challenges. It's, a, it's crazy trying to set up a, a shoe business, but I mean, one of the big things, we called our first shoe the Franken shoe. Like it's, that, it's like built in my kitchen sort of thing. Yeah. It um, doesn't quite scream, you know, the nicest design, but that was the first prototype. Why, that's like, the first why? one. <laughs> and it gets you on the road to like yeah. building, building a company, 3d printed some stuff. We, we like went through quite a few iterations and all mm -hmm. the time you're just learning and testing and learning and testing until you're able to release something that then um, players 
Godplay is really excited. And right. so we released our Classica boot, which is, um, yeah, did really well, kind of sold out the first run. Um, and we were like, okay, there's definitely something in this because yeah. this is um, what people are really finding comfy and, and consistently we're getting yeah. that feedback. So you hand, did you, so you like handmade design these shoes? So on the first one, I actually cooked the outsole in my kitchen because um, I was like, we got to figure out how to make shoes. Yeah. And like, you know, like the shoe dog waffle iron, it was kind of that experience as well. Have, have and, you since found like a manufacturer? I would assume you're not yes. just doing this. So not, after that, we, <laughs> after the Franken shoe, uh, then we found manufacturers, which obviously makes it a lot uh lot easier but i spent a lot of the early years um watching like outsold tooling videos on youtube where it's like heavy metal and like factory things just like moving you're like okay how does this work how does that work because i don't come from a shoemaking background so it's quite a steep learning curve yeah yeah um that is awesome not many people come from a shoemaking background so you know um at least you went out and, and found everything that's pretty impressive who was who were the first people to wear the shoe Aside from yourself and like your close friends and family, like the the athletes, what age were they? So we had a lot of players um, who are kind of the and they, they proved to be our core customers since then. So you're just out of college, you're playing kind of semi pro, mm -hmm. you play and train a few times a week. You're looking for that comfort, and so we started in Australia with a lot of players from different um, both soccer and then also Aussie rules, which is another sport yeah, yeah. over there. Yeah. The only reason um, why I know Aussie rules is because it's not that I gamble on it, but a lot of people loved it. Like during the COVID time, it was the only sport going on. So that's what all these, my degenerate friends like to like to gamble on. So amazing. Yeah. It's such a fun sport. It's, yeah. uh, it's yeah, brilliant. And so one of the players that's been wearing our shoes consistently, like won a grand final in the bell doors. And so it's been amazing kind of having yeah. that um, feedback from players uh, throughout the kind of testing and learning experience what, what was the initial feedback like like what, what did they say they liked and they didn't like um when they put them on they were like oh my goodness it's like a hug on my feet really <laughs> yeah or like someone else was like it's like walking on a cloud um and they people would be sending us like pictures of them sitting in front of the tv in their cleats because they're like these are so comfy these are like slippers i just want to wear like watch tv in them so that's awesome that is that's great how many designs now do you have and in, in two years so like, first shoe so we, we got 2018 to 20 we got out of your kitchen now we launched yeah where are we at now how many designs um yeah so what's the process like now yeah we've grown and we're kind of i think we've got six six different types of shoe on the market now, which is pretty yeah. cool and covering yeah. a number of surfaces. And then autumn, winter, 23. So this year, bringing out another kind of a turf surface. So we're covering FGAG, indoor turf, and just giving people that choice um, around what they what they can wear and different price points because parents obviously are very price sensitive, right, that kind of right. thing. And so you can have entry level players and kind of more like serious players as well. Yeah. Is most of your market overseas or in the U.S.? Most of the market's in the U.S. It's really where the, it, like, you guys are all soccer mad. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, and the youth sport soccer market. Yeah, also 100%. It's yeah. been so cool um, kind of getting to know our customers in the U.S. who are just, yeah, they're so passionate about playing mm -hmm. and just really get a lot from the game. Cool. What's your motivation now? 
to where to take out of sports. Like obviously, I I understand the motivation to design the cleat, but right now, what's the you know continued motivation where you kind of see the company growing to? I think there's, well, there's just so much opportunity. I think one of the challenges we set ourselves is could we make um, a boot that can compete at the elite level, mm-hmm. and so the that's obviously World Cup year, a lot happening around that, which is exciting. So stretching yeah. ourselves technology. Are we going to see out of sports in the World Cup? Hope so. Hope so. Ah, it's going to be sweet. Yeah. Um, and then also, I mean, you name the sport. We've had people reach out to us being like, can you make this shoe? Can you make that shoe? So there's really an opportunity for us to to grow and continue to push um, that. that why, why we resonate with people is because they now feel like they exist in the sport. You can come to us and like, we are there for you. And you're a player and, and you're meant to be there. So to be able to bring that to other sports other than soccer as well would be amazing um, to have that experience. Are you guys making tennis shoes right now? Or is it just indoor, outdoor, outdoor cleats? At the moment, just indoor, outdoor. Okay. But we, uh, I have to say guys. quite a few of our team are very invested in pickleball. Do love that. So Pickleball is awesome. Yeah. Is, I, I understand the craze behind it. It is a ton of fun. It's just great to play. So, yeah. Um, yeah, watch this space. So, so we're gonna see we're gonna see a pickleball shoe soon. Is what you're what you're telling us. This is breaking news. I hope so. I hope never, so. I've it would make really a lot of people news. happy. I've never had breaking news on this podcast, so it's you know this would be the first one. So it'd be milestone. But aside from that, so like how it'd be, this is gonna be tough to compare. But I guess like how does an out of sports shoe compare to like one of like the big Hoka running shoes, something like that? Because I've I've seen those like I've seen my mom actually just bought a pair of the Hoka shoes like what what's so special about them I guess if you know and you know where do they compare Yeah, well I think one of the the cool thing I mean if you think about Hoka you think about it's a running brand right Right So you you run you trail run that kind of stuff mm-hmm. I think where we play is anything that isn't kind of yoga and running So gotcha Right So you you got your turf sports your team sports There's a lot of these sports that just you, you like NFL, there's actually loads of women that play NFL, but is there an NFL cleat? That's really hard to find. So when you look at the numbers, you're like, okay, there's actually an opportunity here for these underserved markets. Yeah. That's so that, so the, the cleat, would it be different based on the sport or like, can they wear the same cleat? So when you're younger, you can probably wear the same cleat. And we do have athletes from other sports wearing our cleats. If you're going to be a purist and as you get more serious about the sport, you can get um, definitely different benefits um, depending on the sport. If you get an even more specialized um, cleat or experience. So as you, as you get more serious about the sport, you want to like really specialize even more. And you're looking for these features that improve your performance and enhance your game. Mm -hmm. During this whole process, have you had like a mentor to go to, to bounce ideas off of? Obviously you have the, you're either a co-founder, but you know, it was it just a trial and error type of thing for you? It's actually been amazing. Um, we have so many people that have reached out and helped us along the way from like really? professors to, we have some advisors who are like ex Nike head of research. We've got like ex big brands yeah. who are helping us. In fact, I just took a maternity leave last year and the guy that came in as the interim right. CEO. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. He um, he was a former vice president at Adidas. So wow. we've been able to um, attract talent from and, and advice from people who just really want this to exist and to, to happen because 
it, it's well overdue to be honest yeah. you know I, I think even well even cleats in itself too are just like not designed to the modern foot or like how a foot should be like i've worn i've worn nike cleats all my life like my feet are just so you know narrow and like pointed in now i've just almost given up at this point but um i i'm curious if like at a young age if more foot health so to speak was was talked about like would that reduce the chance of injury because like the whole kinetic chain right it, it's ground up yeah so do, do you think that could like potentially reduce the chance of some type of bad knee injury and I don't know I guess that'd be a tough one to answer but yeah well I think it's something that we're really keen we look into um one of our kind of um, friends of the brand a podiatric surgeon she always talks about this like it's so important as kind of to start thinking about your foot health from when you're a kid essentially right. so that you don't end up with kind of knee joint problems later on in life and I think at the moment people just don't know what they don't know because there's so little research on women and female athletes. So that's one of the areas that we're kind of bringing to the table is researching for the female athlete as well and going, Hey, let's add some data to all of this because mm -hmm. no one knows at the moment. Have you guys thought about getting into the NIL space? Mm, yeah. We've been watching it closely and kind of chatting to a few brand ambassadors. We just opened a brand ambassador, application again so um okay. i've just been yeah. seeing a few that closes kind of mid-feb i've been seeing a few people who've applied which is really interesting in the mm -hmm. space yeah it's um it's an interesting space but i think just based off my experience working around female athletes i think it will also depend on the school and their contracts with the bigger brands but um you hear complaints a lot about cleats so, yeah <laughs> you know I think it, I think that, you know, this product's almost just waiting to explode and, and to kind of figure it, figure out its, its way and work itself in, in the next it. couple of years. I think what we find is once people know about us and try us on, they convert because they're like, oh, this is super comfy. So they want to give their foot a hug every day, right? Yeah. Like what <laughs> an experience, right? Yeah. I'm just, I'm playing, I'm playing soccer on clouds. Yeah. Like, let's go. What's, what's been one of your favorite stories that you like to tell over the past four years, just about, oh. about, you know, growing in, into this company? There's, I mean, there's so many, it's an absolute roller coaster in, um, in sport and you, and in business and you kind of you have the highs and the lows. It's like supporting like a lower league team, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah. we made the playoffs. Oh, we got busted out by Man U. But, right. you know, there's this kind of all of those. But I think that the main thing that the cool stuff is when you meet players who are wearing the shoes and they're literally like, oh, I had foot pain and now I don't. And I've just got this amazing experience. And you're like, this is why we're doing it, because then you get to go and play every week and just have a great time with your mates. That's something like to really reduce the foot pain just, just by like a couple inches of a difference. I mean, that's it's yeah, really it's mind blowing. Like, so I've actually last summer was when I was first introduced to it. I was coaching on a summer team. One of the, one of our girls actually wore the cleats. I had no idea what they were. Like I was looking at them for like three or four weeks trying to like, I've never seen them before. And then one of our assistant coaches actually knew about it. Um, so that's, that's when, I, when I was first introduced to them and knew about it, but, um, it's just wild to, to think how, how much of a difference, like an inch or two could, can really make. It, it is. And, and I mean, even for me, like when I put on the first prototypes and I was like, oh, this is what shoes are meant to feel like. Like I've been wearing stuff that's kind of meh for like so many years. Like, wow. 
So what you're saying, this might be pretty simple, but shoes can look and feel good at the same time. It's absolutely <laughs> crazy, but you could actually wear something that you yeah. choose, like looks great and feels great. Sure. So Laura, last, last question um, that I'd like to wrap up with would just be a few years more later down the road, what type of legacy do you, do you want to leave after having created such an innovative product? Well, I think, I mean, my main motivation for getting into it was to change the industry. So can you see women's soccer cleats everywhere? Can you walk into a sports store and feel like you exist in the sport? And we're already kind of halfway to seeing that with the our shoes being in Dick Sporting Goods. They've been great partners kind of experiencing that. I'd love to like, out the end of it, you'd be like, cool, we changed the industry. Everyone's making women's football boots. This is, you know, this is it. And, and as a female athlete, you're getting the gear that you deserve. That's awesome. That's amazing. Laura, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. I look forward to seeing more Ida sports, Ida cleats around the women's game. Yeah, awesome. Looking forward to it.